This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Lots and lots and lots of questions about Alistair Clarkson and Damien Hardwick, and we may as well um, get through some of them. Um, we did devote a, a lot of time on the main body of the sounding board this week, but there are some questions still flying through. Pat O, can you ask the boys, please, their thoughts on Fox Footy choosing not to directly ask Nathan Broad a question about the breaking news regarding Dimmer? with the information clearly coming through prior to the completion of the interview. Pat, oh, my instinct in watching it was that it was a pre-recorded interview and they hadn't ah. had the opportunity. I reckon they might have pre-recorded it before the show. Either that or they didn't ah, want to. I didn't see this. It, that, that would be scenario one. Scenario two is it breaks. You've got a player on. You understandably want to check that before you send a scare through the player. So maybe they wanted to do what you did at AFL.com and buy some time to validate it for themselves. And if you did have him on, though, you, you, you would want to give him some, I think, some personally, off air, some off air heads up on it. Personally, I'd have asked him the question, though. If you're live, I would have said, look, we yet to, we yet to check this, but you should be aware that SEN are reporting that Damien Harbour, your coach, is quitting tomorrow. Your initial reaction to that? Yeah, I reckon that's, that's, you that's not, no, nah, well, I reckon that's just creates problems because if, if you go on what some other, as we just said on the main body, we discussed it at length, yep. we're backing over it now. If you go on what another journalist says without getting yourself over the journey, that is going to blow up in your face many, many times. I get it. That's yep. what I would have asked. Fair enough. Jason, rightly or wrongly, does Alistair Clarkson taking a break give off a perception of guilt? I think Jason to the contrary a little bit. In, in anything, it gave him some um, empathy from the community and probably helped perception-wise his cause personally. Yep. What do you think? <sighs> To answer the question, to me, I, I didn't, I didn't detect a perception of guilt. I, I saw a a man who was, I won't say broken, but was clearly affected by what had happened, and and a two seven scoreline as part of that thinking, um, a fresh start um, within that time frame. But I, I didn't link it back to being a heads up or a preemptive move on whatever whatever is the outcome by way of the AFL panel's finding. Um, there's a lot of questions we've already addressed. From here. Nick Costello, who will cough up the first Twitter verification of Tom Brown and Mitch Cleary? Is there a differentiator? And within how many minutes does the other cave in? <laughs> I think it'll be Mitch, Nick. He's more commercial, day-to-day uh, -day commercial. I think Tom will be – Tom, is a, you know, as you know, is a bit of a blocker of the comments on Twitter, so he's a bit of a cynic on the platform. So Mitch will go first. It'll put pressure on Tom. I noticed on the tradies, Mitch, asked, being answering questions. I saw it on my, Twitter, in my TikTok feed. Mitch answering questions about uh, how he gets his stories and some of his favourite moments. He's just got started, Mitch. Mate, he's not telling war stories. He's telling war stories. Oh, look, look, at least you waited 20 <laughs> years before you started. Mate, no, mate, he's we've not. Got 25 years of being grumpy and cynical before we started rolling out our greatest hits. And I had to shut you, you down with your war stories oh, there for a while, but I don't on, mind him. He's not doing that. Hey, hey, this kid, he hasn't even been subscribed into war yet, and he's telling war stories. <laughs> he hasn't even gone to battle yet, and he's running through the, the old stories. Oh, no. Come on, Mitch. What, what, what on, on a on trade? Trace. Oh, yeah. come on, Mitch. I've traded it out of I'm my feed. I might have to have a chat to Mitch. I've traded it out of my feed. <laughs> A <laughs> um, few questions about You're his mentor. Well, I, Pull him up. Well, I used to be, actually, but after you didn't speak to him for three years when he left you, yeah, I, I think it affected my relationship with him too. Hey, uh, Joe McCoy, do you want to read that one, Hachi? That might Why is Damo obsessed with, Nuffy, or with Hawthorne supporters cheering for draft picks? I, 
I'm getting a lot of feedback from Hawthorne supporters, Hutchie. I don't see a lot of it these days because I, I reckon I'm up to about 10,000 blockings now in totality. I'll have to check that that number in a few moments. But um, oh, look, look let, let's just see how it plays out and, and we can all debate it at the end of it. But I won't ever back away from my views on Hawthorne Footy Club having a lot to answer for how this racism investigation has played out. Uh, from Rich Bark, Footy Classified already contains an abbreviation and Hutchie has now started referring to it as Footy Class. How long will it be until Hutchie is so busy that all words will be abbreviated? FFS. BS question. There's a, there's a lot of questions about Footy Classified. One, Brett Spinks. Uh, how do you deal with co-panellists or a host that always talks over you and don't doesn't allow you to finish your sentence? You're the host. So is it under me? No, I don't think it is actually. <laughs> I think it's I, I think it's the other version. I'm the I'm the don't get a word in hoster. <laughs> I, I will admit, Brett Brett, it was hard to get in word in last week, but I thought it was good TV. Eddie Eddie and Tazzy. Did you see that exchange with Alicia Mullen? Yeah, it was very entertaining. Now, sitting on the desk at the time and knowing the backdrop to it, I thought it was Hilarious. Now, great. I don't know whether I'm okay to say that because I, I had a couple of texts from people saying it, it wasn't. But Eddie is on a rant about this, and I agree with him. I agree with most of what he's saying about it. And then Alicia came on and said, Calm, calm your farm. farm. Don't tell me to calm my farm. Whatever he then delivered on yeah. air, I'd already heard for 20 minutes. In fact, 20 minutes doesn't do it justice. It'd be a great 30. podcast name, Calm Your Farm. <laughs> not, not if Eddie's on it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved both of I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved Alicia yeah. saying it. I loved Eddie, yeah, I Eddie coming back. Yeah. Um, oh, there's one there from Joshua Mokehachi. I'm just about over these people that, that want to use you as the vehicle to, to get to me, but go for it if you want to. Josh, uh, is it Josh? Yep. Um, it's aimed at me. Over the many years, no, it's the, aimed at me. Over the many years in the sounding board, you've openly acknowledged your own biases and conflicts and stated that everybody has them regardless of whether or not they care to admit it. With this said, is Domo's unwillingness to cover the shortcomings of the North Melbourne Football Club performances and projected development this year an example of his undeclared bias. The trips back into the tent for patch-up coffees with Sonia Hood appear to have brought back the club some leniency in his coverage. The stark reality is they're now sitting 17th after 10 rounds, just below Hawthorne, who Domo has decreed as tanking for draft picks. How'd that tanking go for you in the weekend, by the way? It was a form of tanking, Hutchie. And once again, you want to use the uh, idiots that, that say that... Uh... What, the 116-point win? Oh, well... How'd the previous nine matches go? Your undisclosed bias, Damo. Well, Josh again, asks a good question. Preordained statements like that. You clearly don't listen to what I have been saying about North Melbourne. I actually said the previous week, if you wanted to factor this into your thinking, Josh, that it was David Noble like what Alistair Clarkson dished up the previous week. And Josh, I don't think I don't think there's any greater sledge on a club than what you could say without that. Josh, can I say this to you? That's Patch up coffee instigated by Sonia Hood was the masterstroke move of the generation at North Melbourne. Calling, what, calling North Melbourne as bad as the Reese Shaw and David Noble days, that, that's what, you're bought, just going to dismiss that? It's brought Damo back into the tent. He's been Aussie disposaled, no doubt about it. Brought him back into the tent. At least there's someone running the club now that knows what they're doing. John oh, Corbett, you already the, mentioned hey, that. Just on Mitch, North, before we move on, just on North. I heard from Glen Arch the other day on another front. Oh. We were chatting. He admitted that as much as he can't stand you, he's a listener of the sounding board. <laughs> so knowing Arch is listening to you now makes brings a smile on my face. 
It doesn't mind. John Corbett, you already mentioned that Mitch Cleary does a regular boundary riding stint on ABC's footy coverage, and he yep. normally appears once a week on Gary and Tim's SEN Breakfast Show. Then last week he bobbed up on Neil Mitchell's show on 3W to break the 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 Clarko stepping down story. This is not a dig at the Masai Warrior. What do people do during the week, actually? This is not a dig at the Masai Warrior. He's far from the only TV or newspaper journal to do this. So what is the tipping point where a reporter would be paid for a moonlight radio gig and expected to provide exclusivity of their content. Yeah, in well, he's not really at the level yet, is he? To be fair, oh, he's searching for that home <laughs> oh, <yeah>. lustrously. <laughs> he's got a home. He works on ABC. He wants to be a multimedia guy. There, there comes a point, though, does there, where you've just got to say, oh, "We've all been there." You, you used to, you used to break a story on nine, then run up, r- r- then ring every radio station and try and get one. He's still, he's still searching for that. Mix of content distributions, the Masai. Well, he's telling war stories, as he revealed a few moments yeah. ago. Was that on this body? He's or? told more best ofs than he's broken new ones. <laughs> We're all guilty of that. <laughs> um, can Hutchie give us a breakdown on the short encounter? This is from Richard Booth on Facebook with Billy Brownless, and if he's rescheduled so you can help him I missed, with his New York trip. I missed what you guys did on the weekend. Oh, we got it. We got a good three minutes out of so it. What was, what was the, the premise of it? James Brayshaw went into storytelling mode, and yeah. no one tells a better story. What was he, he got wind of the fact that Bill had asked you for a catch-up yep. during the week. And equally importantly for the storytelling, he, 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 or maybe we, got wind of the fact that that meeting you had with Bill, which was four weeks in the planning, you gave him 23 minutes of your best. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill had set himself for a big night. He threw him a few beers, move into a few more beers, and then move into some after beers. And you said after him, after a second beer, okay, okay, Coco, I've got someone else coming. Ship off. <laughs> Yeah, Jim tells that story better than I can. <laughs> I think you need to reschedule. I, I think he was genuinely disappointed, Bill. He was he was in for. A- <laughs> <laughs> he thought I'm catching up with my old mate. Yeah, <laughs> and he, you gave him nothing. That might be it for it was tricky question time. time. It was tricky timing to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> if you're choosing to have a double booking with Hachi or choosing the drink, choose the drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.